Hey, my beautiful souls, welcome back to another episode on the Reclaim Your Power podcast. This is a safe space for all my empathetic, sensitive souls to just unwind, relax, talk about everything from anxiety, spirituality, natural health and wellness, and more. So sit back and let's get into today's episode. Today I have a special guest, a very dear friend of mine. She is going to talk to us about tarot and divination and answer some questions that I've been asked before and that I know people are wondering. So without further ado, let's talk to Liv. I'm really, really excited about this episode because I feel like a lot of people are curious about this topic but like no one really knows where to get their information from so yeah and I feel like you're kind of a tarot expert I don't want to put <laughs> words in your mouth but no that's really sweet of you to say I I appreciate that title I wouldn't I wouldn't crown myself tarot queen I think <laughs> but you know yeah I know um well, for everyone that doesn't know, uh, this is my very good friend, Olivia. We've been friends for, like, what would you say, like, two years now, know. but we've known each other for longer, so. Yeah, so we're very close friends, and she actually got me, like, started with tarot and introduced me to it, so that's why I kind of think she's, like, the expert, but, um, yeah, so I'm excited to, like, get your insight in all of this, but. Why don't we just start with you just, like, introducing yourself and, like, telling everyone how you kind of got started with tarot and when you got started with it? Um, yeah. So, my name's Liv. I'm 21 years old. I got it. I've always been attracted to divination work, but, you know, as a kid, it was always, I don't want to say looked down upon, but it kind of was looked down upon from where Mm -hmm. I came from, um, just because of the fact that, like, my mom was, like, more religious, so, like, anything, like, seeing that you're reaching out to anything aside from God, or at least that's how, like, it's painted, is that you're reaching outside from God was seen as wrong, but mm-hmm. in reality, the I knew I was attracted to it for, like, a reason, just because of the fact that I knew there was some truth behind it, and whenever you look down into it, it's actually you're connecting with your own mind and your the own collective conscious, so... It's actually rather, like, you are connecting to God by using tarot. Oh, I love that. I just got, like, chills when you said, like, connecting, like, to your own mind. Like, I think that's really cool. Well, thank you. Um, so, like, when did you first get started with tarot? Like, when did you fight, buy your first deck and everything? Um, I bought my first deck about a year and a half ago. I was dabbling around with like some of my friends decks I actually got inspired into using tarot by my one good friend Abby um she was a childhood friend of mine and she always used to read my cards when I was like 13 14 and I always knew that I wanted to buy a deck of tarot but the one thing that they always say is not of course getting um the traditional rider's weight deck is a standard deck to have but um, a lot of the times you want to wait until you find a deck that really calls to you because usually you get really profound readings from those decks. Now, of course, not you could buy a deck just because of the fact that it's pretty, but 
a lot of the times <laughs> you'll feel connected to the deck. And um, I got my first deck about two years ago or a year and a half ago. And um, I've been messing around with it ever since. I, I love it so much. It's the only deck I actually have, but I've been really wanting to dabble and get more decks. The mm -hmm. the reading just, I mean, you've used the fairy deck before. It's, it's just profound, like with the readings you get from it, especially when we combine um, the Oracle cards and like other cards with it. Yeah, definitely. I was going to say, like, the reading we did before um, together and we used my deck and your deck, it was just so accurate. And like you said, how, like, the how my deck's kind of, like, darker and yours is more lighter. They just, mm -hmm. like, complemented each other. No, for sure. I definitely agree with that because we we did that for the May Energies reading, right? Yeah. Oh, that was that was a really profound reading. A lot of sync off. It was. <laughs> And everything that we said is pretty much happened, so. Yeah. I wish there was a um, way for, to still have that video up. Yeah, it was alive, so I unfortunately don't think I can get it again. But honestly, we could just start doing them and, like, just making, like, videos. That would be really cool. No, I'd definitely be down to do that. We should do that. Yeah, so going back to, like, how you said um, when you're picking a deck to pick the one that is calling to you like what would you what's your advice to someone who like wants a deck but doesn't know like what that means really or like what it even feels like to be called to something like what would you say to them if you have you ever went to a bakery and even though you knew you wanted a chocolate chip cookie there was this one particular chocolate chip cookie that just stood out and you knew that you had to have it you will get that same feeling towards a deck even if you try to deny it you will feel that draw that childlike need for that deck in your life there are so many decks I have like lined up that I know that I want to get but um you just know once you once you feel that feeling and once you end up touching a deck of cards, you'll feel it through your body, especially as you connect with them, as you meditate with them. If you've ever meditated with crystals, this is basically the same concept, um, connecting with the crystals and connecting with your tarot cards. You can actually use crystals with your tarot cards. So I would say that you will see it and it will it will stand out out of all the rest. However, if you are very overwhelmed like maybe sometimes I can get where I'm like I want every deck of cards. I would, Me, yeah. no, literally. <laughs> I would definitely say um, pick something that maybe already you were interested in as a kid. Like if you really liked mermaids or if you really liked fairies. Like I really liked fairies. If you maybe like you like angels, maybe you like clouds. Maybe you know what I mean. It, maybe you like nature. Like there are so many different decks. There are even decks like circulated around like certain movies and stuff like that so you can literally find a deck that suits your particular needs and your particular like I guess desires and what you're attracted to just go for what yeah. is truly you yeah that's a really good point and I was gonna say too like um for people that don't really know what it feels like to be like drawn to something and to have that feeling when you start doing tarot readings it's kind of like you strengthen that um, ability mm -hmm. to like sense things if that makes sense I don't know if you agree with me but no most certainly what made you um get gravitated towards your deviant moon deck oh I don't know well when we so um 
me and Olivia live in the same town and we there's this like cute little like witchy store that we go to and the lady who owns it is like amazing we love her but that's where I got my first deck but I don't know I just I walked into Sissy's shop and I wasn't even gonna buy the deck that day like I wasn't even interested in like getting a tarot deck I just kind of like I kept my eyes kept like looking at it and I was like okay well I have to get it because if I leave here today and I don't get it I'm gonna be sad (laughs) so I don't know that's kind of how I was drawn to and like you said it's like a feeling and it's hard to describe unless you are just like you know what it is Mm -hmm. and you felt it before but yeah I just felt like and I've always been drawn to like the darker like side of life like when I was a kid literally when I was like eight and nine me and my dad would always go to um see like horror movies at the movie theater that sounds so bad now but no I I'm jealous of that that lifestyle (laughs) I um I had a friend whose mom like loved horror movies and I was like 13 or 14 like we were barely in ninth grade I think at the time and that summer she took us to see, like, Oculus or whatever. It was, like, a rated R oh, movie. Yeah. I wanted to see it so bad. And, like, she took her little sister, too, who was, like, 10 at the time. So I was just, like, baffled. You know, my mom's not even letting me watch PG-13, <laughs> barely. And, like, we're walking in here wa- watching Oculus. Oh, my God. You probably felt, like, unpure. I felt pretty badass. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> That's funny. Innocence, you know, of a sheltered childhood right yeah see like my mom kind of sheltered me like that but my dad was more like I'm gonna don't tell your mom we're doing this but you know no I definitely feel that there's always that one parent that's a little less strict than the other even if they're strict on something else like you can't wear that it's like oh but you can you can do this you can do that you know Mm -hmm. yeah yeah but that's kind of why I was drawn to that one one because I just it was just like sparking like a feeling inside of me when I was looking at it and just because I've been like drawn to darker things and um the deviant moon deck is kind of more darker and like the art aspect of it and just when you like read the descriptions they are they do have a little bit of a darker tone but I don't know that's why I was drawn to that no that's a really good point um I also would add to that that if maybe like if you are really connected with your higher self too like having that kind of conversation being like what kind of deck will lead me to the best answers I just thought Mm -hmm. of that as well Yeah, and that actually leads me to my next question. What would you, what would you say to people who are like interested in divination and tarot, but like are religious and do like identify as like a Christian or a Catholic or um, like Buddhist? Like, what would you say to those people? Like, can they still use tarot? I mean, of course, it's what someone is all comfortable with doing because, you know, it may not be against your laws of nature to eat ice cream, but maybe at the same time, you don't want to eat it because you don't want the repercussions later from eating the ice cream. With mm-hmm. the situation of, like, you may want to use tarot, but you don't know if you want to use tarot because it's a re- you feel this religious repercussion. I would say if you feel this guilt first off banish that idea of this guilt because there's really nothing that you're doing in this point that's wrong because you haven't done anything wrong 
However, right. you want to have answers. And it's all about put the intention you put out there. So if you're putting the intention out there that you want to connect with spirits, you're going to connect with spirits. If you put the intention out there that you want to connect with fairies, you're going to connect with fairies. And if you put the intention out there, you connect with your higher self and angels. You connect with your higher self and angels. Cards, the cards themselves work on the level of intention you set into the cards. So the more specific you are, the Mm. more specific the answer you get. If you're putting the intention out there, and we'll just be blunt that you're maybe using some type of angel, like Oracle deck, you're going to be connecting with your angels. You're going to be who are connected to your higher self. And regardless if you don't see it exactly as that in your religious perspective, maybe you can see it as you're using these cards as a way to connect with God, because God also works in miracles and psychocracies. So maybe you flip the card over and you see the number four, and you literally have been seeing the number four every single day, at least twice a day for the past two weeks. You know, there could be this connection with it and you want to look further into it. what's on the card itself. You know, there's just so much mm-hmm. to it that you can't actually fear it because you're not actually, it's the intention. If you are stepping outside your religious like mindset, if you're trying to connect with something that isn't, we'll say in like the Christian context, trying to connect with something that isn't God, then then you're breaking the rules of your religion. But if you're trying to connect with mm-hmm. God with the cards, you can still do that. At least from my perspective. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's how I feel, too. I just know a lot of people are hesitant to, like, get into them because they think it's, like, against their religion, like you said. (laughs) What'd you say? They think it's evil. Yeah, yeah. And, like, it doesn't have to be that, like, this evil thing. And it's really, like you said, all about, like, the perspective of, like, how you're seeing it. Like, you could literally say anything is evil. You could say that, like, prayer is evil or exercising mm-hmm. is evil. So that kind of, like, I think that's really important. So, like, you're saying if a Christian is, re- like, really wants to get into tarot, they can set the intention to receive messages, like, from Jesus Christ, if that's, like, who their higher power is. No, exactly. I completely believe that because um god works in miracles and if you're setting the intention to connect with jesus in themselves like wouldn't you believe that um you're you in prayer and maybe not even you but like the people that teach to you like your pastors the priests they're connecting with god or they're connecting with the holy spirit or jesus christ wouldn't you say that you can do that too in your own way yeah exactly yeah I think that's super super important because I don't know there's just I feel like everyone tiptoes around this uh like subject and even just like receiving like information from like a higher power because I feel like when people hear the word like universe or higher power they're like I don't want any any part of that but it's like the same the same concept of an actual like figure that Mm -hmm. you're worshiping or whatever like praying to a lot of the times we all have the same idea of god we just have a different name for god and whenever we Mm -hmm. take away this idea of what your god and my god is and we just view it all as god we can see what the morally good and the morally evil is i'm not trying to turn this into some like religious context but um i feel like you can see pastor olivia yeah you can (laughs) you can see like that the cards themselves aren't evil it's the intention that you'd be setting 
to make it evil, just like in the same way that religion, religion can be tainted, you know, the tarot can be tainted. But when you mm -hmm. actually give yourself a reading, I believe that's sometimes when you get the most powerful readings, because you're just connecting straight to yourself, internally to your own energy. And you're, you know, you're reading your own situation through your higher self, which is thus connected to God. Yeah, and it's like, in the end, it's, you're getting the information like from yourself in the end so it's like there's really no like separation like it feels like it is because of just like the reality that we live in but in the end it's like you you are like the tarot deck you are like the god the higher power that you're trying to communicate with and you are yourself like all in one so i i think like that can help like ease people's worries around it because I feel like people are like well what if I don't like receive any information from like God like what's gonna happen then um I like the way that you put it where you're like I am the tarot deck <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's how I feel sometimes honestly no it's so true but I feel like when you put that intention out there that you're not gonna get an answer then you're just scrambling the cards you're actually because think about it faith in itself is what religion stands on this idea of faith because you don't always see things and we're using a physical reality to understand a higher concept which is time that we're controlled mm -hmm. by so when you think about it like this, you're putting the doubt of faith in the air. You're doubting whatever your higher power is. You may be doubting God. You're doubting your angels. You're doubting your higher self. You're, doubt you're doubting the situation. So yeah. you can't have doubt because you through life, even if it's not a tarot reading or not, you're going to learn that when you put doubt out there, you're going. that's when you slip up. When you overthink things, that's when you slip up. You know? mm -hmm. yeah as above so below mm -hmm. exactly <laughs> yeah um no that's a really good point honestly but um what are there any like other tips that you have for people like well first what would you say like to someone who claims that like tarot doesn't work and it's not like powerful or they don't believe in it like what would you say like to those people um Honestly, I'd say you're either doubting what you're seeing. There's actually a few circumstances. Either one, maybe you do get a reading and they're just not the person who reads your cards for you. It's just not in tune with your energy or in tune with the deck, you know, but there could be multiple situations mm -hmm. that could turn someone off from using them again because they think that they don't work. Two, um, if you put the doubt in the cards, obviously that's going to cause the situation not to work. And then three, this one's a little more complicated to explain, but I'm basically going to explain it like this. If you, I don't want to say that you're not looking for signs, but if you put the intent, if you don't really know what you're asking, you're not really going to get like any kind of answer. You're just going to get a bunch of random cards and they're not really going to make any mm. sense. And in reality, yeah. I'll say that some people would be able to read those cards just by touching them, but you would have to be very in tune with your deck to understand what's going on. So you could say, just like in any other situation, that something is fake or something's real, but in reality, it's just like faith in itself. Like, you either have the faith in the deck or you don't have the faith in, de in the deck. You either have faith in the religion or you don't have faith in the religion. But when you put your faith into something, you usually see results out of that. 
And I'm sure anyone can attest to that, whether that's them having faith that things are going to work out for them, whether that's them having faith in, you know, their own religion, whether that's whatever they're having faith in physical, emotional or spiritual. Whenever you put that faith into something, it works. Yeah, that's like honestly hits it like right on the head because I feel like people and I honestly don't think that tarot is for everyone and I think there's like a lots of different ways to like connect with like your higher power and use divination but if you've been like called to tarot but you're having doubts about it maybe it all comes back to you so maybe there's some some limiting belief that you're holding on to about like tarot in general or about yourself so it's really like I said all comes back to you and like what what your like beliefs are around it no I completely agree with that because you create your own reality so you're projecting that idea once again going back to that like you maybe it's just not meant to be like personally for me even though my that girl that I was talking about my childhood friend would always read my cards every time I try to go to professionally get my cards read every single time I'd either end up having the person get sick having the person show up late they wouldn't come in they like they, it was always they were closed but and I took that as a perspective that I was supposed to tell my own fortune I wasn't supposed to have other people interpret it for me I think that mm. everyone's life is different who, who's supposed to relay their messages but in the end we all have angels we all have people in our lives who symbolize something but sometimes you're supposed to be your own messenger and sometimes other people are supposed to be your messenger but not all messages yeah. come in the same bottle you know Right. Yeah, no, that's a really good analogy. So I think it just all comes back to like what your feelings are on it and what like intention you're putting out. Like if you if you are interested in tarot and like someone offers to give you a reading, but you just don't feel right about it, I would definitely go to someone else because there's a lot of people who are really good at giving readings and are really like in tune in that way. So don't don't, like, settle on the first person that you find is really, like, what I'm saying. Finding a regular tarot card reader is like finding a therapist. Sometimes, the first time, it just <laughs> hits it on the nail. And sometimes, you got to go to, like, seven people until someone can just literally be in tune with your energy, you know? Like, you guys are just one. Yeah, no. That's definitely, I understand that. But, so I just have a couple more questions. Um, I won't keep you too much longer. Sounds but... good. What, um, in regards to actually, like, okay, so someone's got their first deck, they're sitting down to give themselves a reading, how do they know which cards to pick? Like, what, what advice do you have for actually, like, picking the cards and knowing, like, which ones are the ones that are actually supposed to be for them? Um, personally, for me, I would say that you can never pick the wrong cards. Going back to the whole idea of doubt, if you have doubt, then in reality, you're you're just projecting that idea onto the cards because the universe is always going to work out that it's always going to relay the message to you that needs to be heard. So I'd say rather than focusing on what cards to pick that are like the right cards, I'd say focus your energy on what the message is. So every time I pick a card, I always say out loud what this card is for. Or if I'm giving someone a reading, I'll be like, 
oh, so past, present, future. So right now we're picking your past card. Right now we're picking the card that's relating to your past, you know? And, like, I'll just relate it, like, I'll repeat it like a mantra almost because when you relay that over and over, you're putting out that intention even stronger. So I would say know that you're picking the right cards always. Just put the intention out there that they're coming to you in the best message possible. I love that. So it's really just about, like, intention and... Like, I think another good thing is to start doing things to, like, connect to that part of yourself that is, like, in tune. Because a lot of, like, tarot is really, like, feeling into the cards. So I think doing things like meditating, like, just, like, sitting with yourself, um, like, walking, like, barefoot outside, like, dancing. Like, doing things like that to get more in touch with, like, the feminine, like, side of you can also help to like navigate like actually picking the cards because for me like I will literally actually put my hand like on top of the cards and get like almost like an electrical like feeling in my hand and that sounds like no but that's how it feels like for me I think that goes back to like the crystal thing I was talking about earlier you know what I mean like you just feel the energy of the deck Mm -hmm. yeah definitely um so lastly do you have any just like tips to wrap this up or any any more information that could be useful for anyone wanting to get into tarot like is there anything else they should know when getting their tarot deck like I know um cleansing your deck is a big Mm -hmm. thing but is there anything else like they should know respect your deck that's honestly the biggest advice I can give to anyone who's taking tarot seriously is respect your deck because it's just like an I don't want to say it's like a pet or anything like that but it's like these cards are almost like portals to answer Hmm. and when you cleanse your deck when you thank your deck I always make sure to thank my deck before and after I pick cards and like whenever I close the reading I thank my deck again I thank my higher powers whatever I was connecting to it's almost like if the closest analogy I can make even though it's nothing like the same as like a Ouija board like people always say you have to do it a certain way I'm not gonna say like you have to do it these certain steps but in my personal opinion to get the best results and also to have your cards treat you really good back you know what I mean and like work really well with you Mm -hmm. you want to have a really good dynamic with your cards where you respect them and respecting them also means not asking the same questions over and over expecting different results and you know Mm. just treating them with like the right intention because they're not just playing cards like everything that you own you should treat with respect and kindness Yes, absolutely. And when you like said at first to treat your card with your deck with um, respect, (laughs) I laughed because I was thinking about how um, that one time Jake like put something on top of your deck and you literally like flipped out on him and it was just you can't do that. Like that's like (laughs) I love Jake. If you ever hear this, I love you. But you can't. You can't be doing that. You can't be doing that. Like, you expect me to give you a reading after that? Like, those fairies are going to be PO'd. I love it. Um, Well, yeah, I would just say, like, a big thing for me is just cleansing uh, my deck between, like, readings. Like, obviously, you don't have to do it, like, every time. But 
if you're if you gave yourself reading and then someone asks you to give them a reading it's probably a good idea to cleanse it either with like sage or you can literally use like sound like you can use a singing bowl or like clapping or even like your the voice. air sign um, and her sounds i do i love sounds i don't know like i get so mesmerized by singing bowls Those. i love them but yeah well that is a good place to end honestly thank you like so much for taking the time out of your day to like do this it was really interesting and i think like a lot of people are gonna find value in everything you said no thank you for having me i had a lot of fun talking um we'll definitely have to do this again sometime if you want to ever talk about something else i mean like we've talked about making videos together i know but yeah for sure we'll definitely do more stuff together like this no but I hope everyone has an amazing day who's listening to this night, afternoon. How amazing was that? I love Olivia. She always gives the best insight and advice, and I hope you got a lot out of this episode. If you enjoyed it, please share it with someone you love. Tell me what you thought. Leave me a review or rating. And yeah, I will see you all on the next episode. And I will also leave Olivia's information in the episode description. Keep fueling the vibe.